Hi, and welcome once again to Concepts for Living, Biblical Principles for Contemporary Living. Well, stay tuned because I believe you will be blessed in a very special way through this message. My title is, God is Trying to Tell You Something. I'd like for you to note, if you look at that passage, the repeated phrase in verse 8, and God spake. Verse 12, and God said. Verse 17, and God said. God speaks. Our God is not mute. Our God speaks. We can hear from him. He utters his word. Yes, God spoke to Noah and his family upon their disembarking from the ark and those days of flood increase. Now the waters have abated and the first thing that Noah does when he leaves the ark is to build an altar unto the Lord and to worship him with sacrifice. And the Bible says that uh, the sacrifice was pleasing to God or to his nostrils, and God responded in Genesis 8, verse 20 and 22. Look there. And Noah built an altar unto the Lord and took every clean beast and of every clean fowl and offered burnt offering unto the Lord. And the Lord smelled a sweet savor. And the Lord said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground anymore for man's sake. For the indignation of man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I again smite any more everything living as I have done. While the earth remaineth seed time, harvest, and cold, and heat, and summer, and winter, day and night shall not cease. Go to chapter 9, verse 1. Just the first portion of it. And God blessed Noah and his sons and said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. What is all that? God is saying, I'm pleased with your sacrifice. I'm pleased that this portion is over. Now the flood has abated. Now you are stepping forth. And I want you to know that I am blessing you. I'm commissioning you to go forth and procreate. And notice what happens. A new world begins. Now, you and I must appreciate the fact that this is about new beginnings. 
new beginnings. How many were in the ark? Eight. Eight is the numeral for new beginnings. And isn't it wonderful that regardless of how dark the night, how much pain we bear, isn't it just wonderful that after a while and by and by, we reach a place when we can look back and see that it's all behind us now, that we've come through that circumstance and the flood is over. And now, a new beginning. And that primordial world that was eradicated, washed away, now you and I are part of a new world. Noah and his family became the seedbed for procreation of this new world. Say, new beginnings. beginnings. Aren't you glad for new beginnings? God has spoken. God has acted. And now God speaks again. We know not the day nor the hour, but the signs are foretelling that the moment is nearing when we have another new beginning at the return of Jesus Christ. Someone has said that when you look at the circumstances in our world today, our heartbeat ought to increase. It says, and our pulse ought to move more rapidly. Well, you know, we are living in some extraordinary times. I said, we are living in some extraordinary times. In fact, someone has asked the question, how does a loving, compassionate God permit suffering, disease, and even death? How does he permit an epidemic that becomes a pandemic that takes away millions of people in your lifetime and mine. What's that all about? Where's the love of God? So rich and pure. Where's the love of God unwavering? Where's the love of God in all of this? Well, if you stay tuned, you're going to hear that there are consequences decisions turn it around decisions have consequences we've taken them out of our schools we do not honor his word in this age of situation ethics and relativism we set the standards we determine what's right and what's wrong We determine what's in order and what's out of order. Wait a minute. God could say to us, where were you when I laid the foundations? God could say to us, who is it that keeps breath in your lungs? Who woke you up this morning? Who started you on your way? Who created you out of nothing? But we have And we must take responsibility for, we have pushed God aside. Hmm. Hmm. 
We don't want his word. He said, my word that goeth forth out of my mouth shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing where I have sent it. God's word is still unadulterated. God's word is still pure. God's word still tests, uh, 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 stands the test of time. God's word, my word, my word. And not only is he speaking by his word, but he is also speaking by his spirit. Isn't it interesting that seven times in the last book of the Bible, you hear these words. He that hath an ear to hear, let him hear what the spirit is saying. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the spirit is saying. If you have an ear, you'll hear him. If you have eyes, you'll see it. If you have discernment, you will understand what's going on in the world and why it is happening. Yes, something is going wrong. Well, as always, we have three points to this message. Number one, the stressing. Number two, the signing. And number three, the settling. Stay tuned and be blessed. Because God is trying to tell you something. So he put a bow in the clouds. That which rained down judgment is now going to justify. Hallelujah. It shall be for a token. Say a token. And the word is os, which simply means a sign. Now, when you look over in 1 Kings chapter 19, you're going to see that God spoke to Elijah. And the Bible said that he spoke to, to Elijah. And, and, and as he spoke to Elijah, fire. But then God also spoke in a small still voice in other words God spoke in a small still voice but here he's speaking in a sign stay with me he's using a sign to talk to us he's speaking to us in a sign he's using sign language God is using sign language and the sign language is this there's a bow in the cloud and that bow is speaking that bow is God's sign language that's why every time you look out the Bible doesn't say a rainbow we say that because we associate the rains with it that form the flood. But the Bible said, a bow. Me. Him. Him. Me. So when you look at the bow, 
It's more than the color. Oh, the colors. I don't want to get into the scientific development of it, but, but I'm just trying to say, God just said simply a bow. Somebody ought to say, a bow ought to be enough. That means I'm connected. (laughs) He's on that side, but I'm on this side. And in between, we got a connection. And that's what it says. It's a sign. God uses signs and signals. Pray for me right through here. Signs and signals. Even eschatological signs. Eschatology is simply end time things. End time means the last days. End time means where we are right now. You are living in the end times. We are living in the end times. And in this particular period of time, watch this now, watch this. We need discernment to understand so that we do not repeat history. Because if we don't learn from history, we are subject to repeat it. What caused God to destroy that world? Much of the same signs are happening right now. Man's rebellion. No time for God. Men lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Hmm? The wiser we get, the weaker we get. That's right. The more we say we know, the more silly we act. Come on now. You know I'm right. And I'm trying to tell you that these are the days we're living in. Jesus said in St. Luke chapter 21, read it for yourself, verses 25 and 26. He said, there shall be signs, say signs, upon the earth. What will they be? Stress of nations. Do you see it? Say tick. Perplexities. Trouble everywhere. Mental. Emotional. Physical. Social perplexities. Things are happening to shake you up. And you are, and I am affected by it. Watch this now. Say perplexities. Say tick. Hearts failing. Men's hearts failing. You never heard of so many cardiological attacks. Why? It's because of what is taking place on the earth. We are living in stress times. A loss of a job, a loss of a member in your family, a loss of, of your relationship in, with, your, with, your, with your husband and with your wife. A loss. There's just so many losses. And you're living in it and I'm living in it. We're in the midst of it right now. And the question is, Sickness and disease and disorder everywhere. Pestilence in diverse places. Don't you know the word pestilence grows out of that word, which means pandemic? Epidemic? Pandemic? That's pestilence. 
everywhere. Don't you, can you, can't you see that only God could call an international meeting and didn't text anybody? Only God could get nations that were at variance with each other. All have the same experience. All looking for the same answers. Oh, so now who could do that? Nobody but God. God says, I want you back. I want relationship. I want covenant. And I'm going to get it even if I let a pandemic bring it about. Well, after a message like this, I can only conclude. God, speak. Speak, Lord. Speak, Spirit of God. Speak to me, for thy servant heareth. Build covenant with God. Get to know what God is telling you. Till next time, when I shall come to you with more concepts for living, may God bless you and yours. Thank you for viewing Concepts for Living. If you would like a CD, DVD, or download the entire message, go to our website, www.fcogchapel.org. We would like to hear from you. Please send an email for prayer or send a praise report on how God is blessing you through this program. We invite you to join us again for another Concepts for Living.